There has been a storm going all night in the Seattle area. It's been creaking the the gutters of my house roof, you know, the little rain gutters. It's been shaking loose all of the gorgeous spring blossoms and like scattering them around the neighborhood like confetti and clogging up the drains in the streets. And it's beautiful and glorious. And I wanted to just take a moment to, on the fly, talk about how nature is medicine. You are listening to Curious Cat, a podcast that examines the shadowy space where science and the supernatural collide. And I'm your host, Jennifer Holtz. Join me every week as I examine what it means to be a soul in a meat suit. Welcome to Curious Cat. Thanks for being here. This one's a little impromptu. And I will go deeper into a more formal version of my nature is medicine conversation with you. But I couldn't ignore the fact that this storm is happening. And I woke up at three in the morning, an asterisk on that three in the morning. Some people call it the witching hour or the devil's hour. But And I used to make it a point to stay under the blankets during that time. But I'm realizing that time is kind of my sweet spot now. It's where I my physical body is exhausted and is at rest and is on the back burner. And my spiritual self is able to kind of uh, explore my, my full self like a vacant Airbnb. It can jump on the mattresses and play and and just kind of poke at the boundaries of what I think the reality really is. So anyway, it was during that time this morning that I woke up and I realized the storm that had been happening and it had become, I'm sure this has happened with you, where you hear something in your sleep and it becomes part of your dream. So the storm and the sound of that creaking and the flapping of the wind through the tree branches and all that was happening became part of this dream. And when I woke up at 3 a.m., I realized my poor dog, Cooper, was laying beside me just trembling and he was still asleep. He was having a dream, but he was just shaking in his sleep because he's very afraid of storms. So I held him. I just kind of scooped him up. He's a giant lab. He's kind of a lab mix, but he's he's more like a pony than a lab. And I just held him in my arms like a little human thunder vest, and he calmed down, and he kept sleeping. And then I built like a little wall of blankets around the side where his ears are so that he would be a little muffled from the storm. But I took a moment to just watch as like in the streetlights, you could see the silhouettes of the tree branches whipping about. And when I woke up this morning, there were just blossoms scattered everywhere. And the wind was still going, like the breeze was just wild. And as I sat on the couch drinking my coffee and um, 
kind of trying to remember my dreams, which I was trying to write in my dream journal, but I had completely forgotten, which is typical. Um, this giant bird, I just noticed the silhouette of it, and it started just, it was just playing. It just was had its wings out wide, and it was a huge bird. And it was far away from the house. It was to the right, which is like north. And it was just sinking and soaring and like coasting in the breeze. And I realized it was playing. It was having a ball out there because the sun was shining, but this stormy breeze was blowing through across the lake. And the second bird came behind it and they neared the house. I mean, they were like within 20 feet of the house and they were bald eagles, giant, glorious bald eagles, just playing in the wind. And it just dawned on me that nature is medicine. I mean, I've been playing with this idea since coming back from a vacation where I got to spend every day walking along a sandy beach and hearing the palm trees flap and the ocean, you know, lapping onto the coastline. And it's just nature is medicine. And that salty air from the ocean is like the perfect saline rinse for us. The, um, you know, the winds are cleansing. And the storm was the same. It was all of the elements that we need at once. It was air. It was water. It was fire and the warmth in us that has to kind of compensate for the chill breeze. It was earth, you know, blowing about the dust and the dirt and shaking things up and um, turning over things. There's just such a cleansing after a storm. I did have another thought at um, 3.30. It was like 3.34 or 15 when I was starting to get sleepy again this morning. And it often hits me during storms and probably with you as well. If you're empathetic, which I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you have a huge heart. And um, whether you call yourself an empath or not, you have empathy for others. And it just hit me that I was lucky. I was lucky I got to be under the blankets, under a roof, safe and sound when, you know, so there are people sleeping on our streets right now that were at the mercy of this storm, and I just prayed for them that they would be okay and they would be carried with grace through the evening and the morning and be warm and uh, sheltered. And I thought about my beautiful bird friends and little squirrels and all the little creatures that live in Seattle that were, you know, they have their homes there, and I hope they didn't shake loose from the places that they'd built them. And then I thought about the trees, these glorious, beautiful trees. My community happens to be in Arbor City, but um, I absolutely love trees. I've become a little tree hugger in my old old age. When I walk Cooper at night, there's this one tree in particular, and it is like this crooked, gigantic, I don't even know what kind of pine it is. It's so old. And the first um, 15, 10, 15 feet of it don't have any branches at all. It's like they've trimmed it up over the years. But then the top is this this gorgeous, um, you know, structure of branches. And it's my favorite tree. So every night it's always my goal to walk to the tree. And then Cooper will 
he knows that's where we turn around and he'll start turning around and pulling me back toward the house. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I need to touch my tree. And there's this knot in it. And so I touch my tree and say hello. And I'm always worried that the homeowner that actually owns the property where the tree is will come out one day and go, why do you touch my tree every night? You're so weird. And I'm like, yes, yes, I am weird. So I'm ready for that. <laughs> and then, But that's our turnaround point. But anyway, my four o'clock uh, moment, 4.15 moment was also worry for the trees that, yes, you can carefully shake loose the dead stuff that needs to fall to the ground, but don't hurt the trees. Don't knock them down. So nature is medicine, isn't it? If you hear the wind in the background today during this little mini episode, um, let it be a reminder or you hear it out your window or, um, you know, just you miss it. Something about you misses nature. Just take a moment and it can be as simple as just stripping off your shoes and in your bare feet, just standing outside for a moment or just looking out and enjoying the sky and seeing what flitters past. Um, But nature is the greatest medicine. It reminds us to breathe deeply, to see beyond ourselves and make ourselves feel small. The best nutrients are in, you know, natural foods. So feed ourselves beautifully, well, the best we can. And take care of these little meat suits we have in this life to, to operate. I'm reading a book, and I cannot wait to talk about it with you. This will be Nature is Medicine Part 2. It may happen next week, or it may be out of order. I don't know, because I'm slowly reading this book. Normally, I chow down on books. I, uh, I'm i an author, so I know better because it takes about a half a year for me to write um, a, first, um, a first pass of any manuscript. And then it takes another half a year to get it through to my developmental editor and my copy editor and get it all beautiful for publication. So I know better than to be a book pig, but I am a book pig. And so I can usually eat up a book in two to three days. So when I'm preparing a podcast for you guys, I'm normally um, consuming two books in order to, and then countless um, articles online to give you guys the research and the um, information that you deserve if you're taking the time to listen to a podcast. But this book, I am just slow walking. I'm just savoring every moment and every paragraph has a mind. I keep underlining these places where it's blowing my mind and most of it is underlined at this point. The book is called Wild Mind, A Field Guide to the Human Psyche and it's by Bill Plotkin. And to be fair, I couldn't find my glasses before I started my podcast, so I'd read you the back, but ha, you're just going to have to wait until next week or when I do the book review of it and tell you about it. But he's basically upending the um, field of psychology. He's taking it from the hands of Freud, where it's been pretty much taken over to placing us as human beings with a psyche that are part of a 
bigger picture, that we're part of Earth, we're part of an ecosystem, and we've forgotten our place in that. And part of that amnesia has actually brought more anxiety and depression and other symptoms to the forefront. And he's saying, instead of treating these symptoms as problems, let's go down, bore down to what the problem is. And it's our disconnection from the rest of the universe that's the problem. It's really interesting. It's interesting to uproot something that I studied and got a degree in years ago. And I tried to revisit often because I obviously am naturally interested in it. But um, he is just turning it on its head a little bit in my mind. So anyway, um, it's called Wild Mind, A Field Guide to the Human Psyche, and it's by Bill Plotkin. It's available on, uh, you know, probably at all your bookstores and at Amazon. But if you can, support your local small small uh, bookstore, indie bookstore, and they'll even order it for you if they don't have it in stock. And we'll talk about it in a couple weeks. But until then, um, take some time. Get outside. Get some fresh air in your lungs. Um, maybe if it's a good excuse to just walk around the block or, um, you know, take the bus to a park and just try to do your remote work there. If it's a park that has some Wi-Fi, I guess. Um, get out and explore nature. Make it part of your everyday if you can. And just see if it makes a difference. If you sleep better. If you feel better in your skin and if it just starts to create some balance where we have so much imbalance with technology. And until then, uh, thanks for joining me on Curious Cat for this mini podcast episode. I can't wait to speak with you again next week or sooner. And know that I love you. I see you. You are very important to me. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. I've gotten that profile up. And also, it's not too late. I ordered the stickers of some special stickers of the Curious Cat podcast um, art for the first 100 people, maybe even more. If you DM me on my socials with Curious Cat, a picture of you liking the show um, or rating it, I'll send you, if you're in the United States, I'll send you a a sticker or maybe even two um, that you can put wherever you like. Take care. Till next week.